tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! ABTV Limitless series premiere. What's up, AfterBuzz fans? We are here with the season opener. I thought it was awesome. Joining me is the panel. Emily Crodel. It was amazing. The show is amazing. I love it. totally. Where can they find you, Emily? They can find me at Emily Crodel, like Yodel. No, I'm just kidding. It's just at Emily Crodel on Instagram. I don't even know how to spell Yodel. (laughs) I think it's Y-O-D-E-L. Okay. But okay. my last name is K-R-A-U-D-E-L. Totally. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And then I'm Frank Majorana, guys. Thanks for listening in. You can find me on Twitter at Let's Go Frank M. Perfect. And I'm your host, J.B. Zimmerman. You can find me at J.B. underscore Zimmerman. Uh, let's get right into it. Basically, yeah. how they get right into it. They hit the ground running right off yeah. the bat. Love when they do that with new series. Um, I mean, obviously, this is sort of a... Um, Continuation of a story we saw in the Limitless movie that came out a few years ago. In a way, it's a continuation, but they sort of copied some of the elements from the movie, you know, directly. So at the beginning of the movie, we had uh, Bradley Cooper standing on his balcony about to kill himself, and you see this very tense action scene. And then we come in with the TV show, and it's sort of like the same thing. We've got our lead character here, Brian, running uh, away from a bunch of pursuers, and he's uh, weaving his way through traffic. And so it's an exciting start, just like you said. Um, but there were elements of the, the beginning of this show that were almost identical to the movie. Right. Um, so I think it kind of gave them the base of, um, of content to start from, and then they expanded out from there. Yeah, I would agree with yeah. that, for sure. Exactly. I mean, I thought it was obviously... <laughs> it was nice how they started with the action, you know, and then they go yeah, back. Yeah, we kind like, of Tarantino'd it. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. But then totally. it's amazing because it goes back to... A humorous situation at the dinner table, yeah. <laughs> and and you find out like this dude is just like a guy who can't get a bank, like can't hold a band together. I know, yeah, that was actually really crazy. It was I, awesome. You know, I, obviously they wanted to do some type of like biopack on the main character Brian, yeah. but I thought it was really effective how they did that. You oh. know, it was not only like a great editing tool that they used to kind of cut time passing, like the time lapse, sort of right. adding new families, so we can see him. Staying in one place, right. basically, in life, as everybody else moves on. You know, he was following his dream as trying to be a singer, musician, yeah. and, you know, at a certain point, it's like, when do you cut that dream off? Like, that was super powerful for, for me, just sort of figuring out, like, oh, like, wow, there, there is that right. moment. If you are following your dreams, like, is there a moment where you're like, oh, I, I have to grow up now? Or, yeah. you know, later in the episode, yeah. he met one of his friends and sort of was walked away. Yeah, that walked away. Yeah, yeah. Eli, we sort of see him disappear in that scene as well. Mm-hmm. And then we find out he was just je- he was jealous. Right. Uh, That's yeah. the crazy thing. It's like, yeah. you know, the grass is always greener, but how right. do you know? It's like you can yeah. never be too sure. You My favorite sort of one is, is when he's like, "Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a solo project." 
<laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just it's not really a band. It's, uh, it's kind of like a solo it's a thing. No, it's just something I'm working I'm on. I'm releasing it on band well, stand. I, what I liked about, you, about what you just said, JB, was that this this show has a much more family focus to it than the movie did. The movie, Edward Mara, he's mm-hmm. this writer, this dejected writer who can't find inspiration for his book, for which he's already signed a contract. But the TV show, primarily, as we've seen so far, and as much evidence as we've had, is going to be primarily about Brian's relationship with his family. And like you were kind of going, like you were saying, he's going through his third life crisis. You know, he's 28 years old and hasn't achieved his dream. And so that's kind of when you start asking yourself serious questions. Uh, I related with that. I'm 30 myself, so I've been asking myself those (laughs) questions too lately. So that really hit home for me. But I liked how, separate from the movie, it seems like the writers and the creators are going to be focusing more on the family aspect of it uh, for Brian's character. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I think that for this premiere episode, they did sort of like a mini movie. Right. Uh, made it very similar to the original Limitless and sort of had a a bigger plot line sort of involving Bradley Cooper, as we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, but I do like how they wrapped it up sort of in making a longer story arc. It is about his yeah. family. It's more – there's a continuation of – his storyline yeah. that we can follow for it's like his story, but I think it just takes a complete turn whenever he finds out his dad's sick, and then that's all he cares about. Like, oh, exactly. I mean, yeah. that was you know yeah, that yeah. is such it a huge reminds motivation. me of Breaking Bad, kind of. You know, no, definitely. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm going to use drugs to get rid of this illness. Very similar to Breaking yeah. Bad. Definitely and a good... And you really liked the dad. Yeah. Uh, if I can remember correctly. <laughs> yes. Can, I'm glad, I'm glad you bring up uh, an important note to remember. Zoom. Boom. I hope we can like, I'm like, I like in. the dad. <laughs> well, tell me why you like him. He's a great... I liked his acting, actually. And I liked great his... Great actor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he's like, you know... What are you doing with your life, you idiot? No, I'm just kidding. But it wasn't in a negative, <laughs> no, derogatory way. Like, you're a loser. What are you doing with yourself? It was a genuine concern of a father for his son right. on, his, uh, on his hospital bed. And I yeah. thought that was really interesting. And that, kind of like you were saying, he's a great actor. I remember yeah. him being in The ne- the Negotiator with Kevin Spacey oh, yeah. and right. Jackson. And he mm-hmm. played Frost, and he ended up being the ultimate villain in that movie. Yeah. But a great actor to play something subtly yeah. um, that is more a cause for concern. Because a bad actor with that scene could take it in a direction right. that's negative, that's uh, degrading to his son. But he yeah. walked this nice little rope between... You need to get your act together, but I care about you, so what can I do? Yeah, yeah. Right. That's a really good point about sort of subtlety. Mm-hmm. I was noticing that throughout the episode. You know, there's smaller things that they did. Um, you know, obviously they had a lot of graphics on the on the screen at certain times to help explain the story. Yeah. But also they did a lot with color temperature. You yes. know, uh, there's a lot of flashbacks. Those were very clear because they went to like a different, like sort of a green. You know, when he took NZZT for the first time right after he met um, his buddy Eli for, for lunch. You know, the whole thing changed. It really right. showed, like, how yeah. this was different. Now his eyes are open, and it makes it really clear, like, what's happening. Yeah, yeah. it's like this dude was, like, manning, like, my nose, like, all over the place. He's, like, <laughs> 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And it's awesome because whenever he's on NZT, you can tell he's just, like, you know? <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, and one of the side effects of the pill that yep. they explained to us in the movie is that your iris color 
becomes much more saturated. Yep. So we can see that, and even in the color correction, like you were talking about, the whole frame becomes saturated with color. There's a lot of orange, just a lot of green right. um, in their eyes. And yeah, the FBI lady was like, I could tell that you were on it because I saw the glaze. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. weird. I wish people would just like, because people think I'm high all the time. <laughs> but if they would just look I at my eyes. I wonder why. <laughs> if you think she's high right now, hashtag ABTV Luminous. Emily, hi. <laughs> Actually, I do have to say this because. Um, um, I have this video on YouTube, and people have... There's only three comments on the video. Only three. Only okay. three. And so... Well, okay, so... Solid comments. Yes. Yeah. Well, they said, this girl died in a car wreck in 2011. Wow. And that I was dealing grade A Molly, and my nickname is Molly Bra. So, kind of like Hoppa Boy... I please comment to this after show with the link so people yeah. can see these. Oh, comments. okay, perfect. Yes, I awesome, will totally awesome. do that. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> speaking of death, yeah, you know, the show. He, uh, <laughs> you know, after we f- find out all this um, bio stuff about what's going on with Brian, you know, he gets incredibly hungover. Tells yeah. his dad sort of everything he figured out after doing this whole like research family tree thing uh, tr- basically tracks this mis- often misdiagnosed disease that his dad might have and sort of suggests that he should get tested. Yeah. Um, you know, we, Which might be hard for him. Exactly. I mean, you he, know, that would be hard to say to your dad. Right. I think. Right. I mean, I think you know, it shows that their family is very close. Obviously, yeah. he stumbled out of out of his room. He's still living at home. Right. He, um, yeah. you know, looked very, like, alcohol hungover. Totally. And his parents were just like, oh, God. Brian. (laughs) Classic Brian stumbling down the stairs. Um, Which I think is true for a lot of, you know, rock musicians. He's in a band that culture is very, like, Uh pro-partying and and sort of lives a a nightlife. Yeah. Um, You know, like a nocturnal existence. But, you know, he And when his dad hears it, like, a lot of people, whenever you try and help, you don't you feel like they're not helping when it's bad news, you know? Right. Well, especially it, since it's such a like an unreliable yeah. source. It's like, okay, <laughs> my like screw up son right. that's Are you in like, a band is going <laughs> to diagnose like my oh, yeah. disease. He's like, right you now. do research for a night, and now you suddenly think you're a doctor. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's a natural reaction to have. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely yeah. skeptic right. on it. Skeptical. Which, you know, I don't blame him. If you know, knowing he's not, obviously he's supportive of his son, but yes. I mean, yeah. you're not going to jump to the conclusions like, oh, totally, you're right on. Clearly, but you I, are yeah. the expert that's going to. These doctors I've been seeing know nothing. Right. But Please I feel like really part of it was he realized it's kind of true because he knows his family, and I feel like maybe he's heard about his iron deficiency before. And he just doesn't want to believe that he has. Right. Well, it seemed, you know, his demeanor from being in the hospital and sort of saying, like, uh, you know, they still don't know what it is. Yeah. It's probably been a long life issue that he's been battling and sort of, you know, little symptoms have shown up, but nothing really has cured him, uh, which is why he's able to figure out that it's a family genetic thing. Yeah. but good news is they yeah. actually do get tested. He figures out that he was right, yeah. and they just need a transplant. So it sort of sets up the the motivation for Brian, motivation, sort of yeah. figuring out how to get a donor. Obviously, right. it's not easy to just get 
good organs like yeah. right off the bat. Right, exactly. And I like that storyline because it was original to the show. The movie came into play in the show with the first scene when he takes NZT being working as a temp at the bank. Um, yeah. it, was, it was similar to the way that Bradley Cooper was writing 90 pages of his book. Um, and then when um, Brian um, tells his supervisor at the job, well, here's your five-tiered folder system and here's all these things I know about you. It, it was the exact same scene structure as when uh, Bradley Cooper as Edward Mora was interacting with his landlord's wife who was in law school and he saw a corner of, a, of the book and she gives him resistance and then they eventually sleep together. Right. So, Which um, was like a, about to happen. It was about to happen. <laughs> she totally wanted yeah. She was like, oh and my god, I think I'm you so know me. I'm so glad hey. it didn't happen though right. because yeah. at that point you're simply copying the movie. Right. And so when, exactly like you're talking about, when this, this uh, hospital and father and family scene, scene started coming about, I said, okay, good. They're, they're going in an original direction now. And by the end of the show, most of the movie right. uh, scenes that they had brought in directly were largely gone, which right. I was excited about. No, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I love the fact that it was similar but different and really went in a direction that was selfless. You know, like in, yeah. the, in the movie, I think it's a lot Self. about his and, motivations. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's a struggling writer and he right. wants to get his career off the ground and yeah. it's it's really only about his life. Yeah. I love that. You but know, then he really... realizes he can do anything. Yeah, so he's exactly. Like, and so the sky's yeah, yeah. the limit, which is cool to right. watch for sure, but I think yeah. it's a lot deeper of a storyline for, sure. for this show that, you know, can go a lot, like we said, like breaking many bad, different directions because it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not just it's like about, life like, or death for his dad, right? which is, yeah, crazy motivation. Yeah, he's gonna he, do anything. Yeah, he for just that. seems like a much more humble guy. You know, he's <laughs> he's been yeah. trying to like do his own thing and and lived sort of as an aloof, but right. you know, it makes him more human. It's a, it's a more approachable. Yeah. He's you know he can be Kinda part like of a Chris team. Pratt, can, like exactly, out. it's yeah. sort of like a, more of an yeah, unlikely like hero. Right, exactly. Um, I thought it worked yeah. really well. I thought it was really likable weed, um, and I. I can't wait to keep watching. Yeah. No, I know. I'm excited too. Um, okay, so the bullet in his leg. The bullet in his Dude. leg. Totally. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> real quick, getting to the bullet, yes. um, obviously, um, he's trying to chase down all these leads. He, you know, there's a few loose ends. Obviously, the Hoppa Boy thing didn't quite work out, so he's yeah. chasing everything. That's yeah. the cool part about this show is sort of, it's like he's a superhero, mm-hmm. but of the mind. It's like everything he sees, he can figure out the end answer right away, which is awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> um, but so he's following all these leads, basically right. figures out that uh, one, everybody in, in the business that yeah. took NZT tracks them down. They get killed off. Um, he finds his way to Adam Honeycutt's who is the actual killer, he notices that the tiniest little thing is off in his perfect apartment. The, right. Like, which is funny because he's not on NZT then. Right. Did well, yeah, he's that? definitely coming down. Yeah. Which, um, oh, he's coming down. Yeah. yeah, I think he may Probably just if you started start to to coming like, down. Yeah. Um, because he was still obviously firing on, on a few different yeah. cylinders. He was just yeah, yeah. slowing down. Yeah. You know, he was trying. He's like, he had, he's like, I'm about to fall. Exactly. That was convenient, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> to fall. With, and you try to grab the tree, and then he hears it, like, 
Yes. Actually, it was funny because I remember thinking that that's a funny kind of way to fall. And then I realized <laughs> it has to be that way because you have to grab the tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there weren't a lot of decor items in there. So, yeah, you know, I think that was like one of the few things he could brace grab, himself. But right. yes, very yeah. convenient and, and lucky yeah, that he yeah. happened to touch the one thing where like the evidence was buried. Um, <laughs> so it worked out. Yeah, it worked, it worked out, out for our hero, which yes. is a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, finds the the uh, money clip who mm-hmm. his his buddy Eli quickly whipped out when they had lunch um, that he knew had um, the the drugs in it. So he takes that Honeycut busts in with a yeah. gun, like totally trying to kill him. Um, ends up shooting him in the leg. They make it to the street, and um, that's where they sort of have words because they both yeah. know, you know. N- he can't shoot him in public, obviously. Right. Um, so they they have. But I wondered if he could. I did too, actually. It, Brian's pictures all over the news. He's a criminal. So what if Honeycutt shot him and said, "That's the guy from the news who's all over. He murdered a guy." Yeah, that was one thing for me, plot wise, that I didn't quite understand. Right. So they go off and they have this scene between each other. Yeah. I, I think once. Oh, Honeycutt, you mean in the apartment? Why didn't? Well, he tried. Yeah. Well, yeah, he yeah. definitely tried to kill him in yeah, the apartment. Yeah. I think once they hit the street, it was he was thinking, you know, moves ahead. Obviously, we had that scene with the chess and like how calculating yeah, this drug be... makes you. Right. I think he was more anticipating that you know it would be easier to just get this guy like later. He can't do anything. He can't go to the cops. I don't have NZT in my house. Like, how is he going to prove That's this? That's a good point. He did say that. Um, yeah. I'll just I'll get you later. Like, he didn't need to sort of draw a scene, and you know, if he did kill him, obviously. He may have gotten out of it. Like, maybe, like, he's a very smart guy. He could have lawyered his way out, but, you know, shooting someone in yeah. broad daylight in a public place isn't the easiest solution that, sometimes. That's very true. Right? And, and that's a great point um, because it would have had to have happened right away, right outside the apartment building there. Because right. once you get into the middle of the park, you're right. Yeah, he. Honeycutt has all these different options that he can use so that he doesn't have to ultimately yeah. get caught. Exactly. And I, I feel like his motivation is kind of like with the company more since he just wants to be like the best at his business or whatever and that's why he shot Eli in the first place right. because he stole his ideas so I feel like he's just like <laughs> wait what's he like <laughs> <laughs> my ideas are the Got best it. Got I'm it. the smartest person ever <laughs> um, yeah no I mean I, th- I think it makes you very selfish because you know you are ambitious you can do sort of anything and it makes you very aware of your own abilities you know he's there's a line in it where he said like he literally knew how much strength he had exactly like to the muscle fiber like that is insane if you had that knowledge like you know you would think what you'd be able to do you'd literally be able to push your body to the absolute limit before you know anything bad happened so i think that's kind of blinding in a way um, Which is interesting because, you know, he gets to Eli's apartment and you kind of see, like, the pa- two paths he can take because – and you realize, wow, this this is addiction, dude. Because right. he looks at him, he's dead. He's like, I can call the cops. Like, that's his instinct, you know? And then his conscience is like, probably, like, call the cops, right. you know? This guy's dead. <laughs> but he's like, shit, I need a pill. Shoot, I need a pill. 
Well, that's what's cool about the show is yeah. it's you know it's flirting with this duality of yes this is really great and I can do great things with it but it's also a drug you know there's yeah. bad bad stuff can easily happen not just the side effects but right. you know the ambition can take you so far that you literally yeah. kill your friends to get more of it yeah and yeah. I love that scene where Brian shows up to Honeycutt's door because it was a complete turnaround for me mentally watching that scene because. Brian's begging to get in. Please believe me, I didn't do the killing, and yet right. he's talking to the killer, which was such exactly. a fun, fun turnaround when <laughs> Honeycutt walks out. Because we all realized it at the exact same time. Like, oh shoot, this is right. Yeah. This is the one. Right yeah, yeah. So I, I love the way that the creators and the writers built up that suspense, and there was some surprise attached right. to it. And it's crazy, just the one eighty that this drug does. I mean, you start at like the top of the world, literally right. the most smart intelligent person in the world and then you know a few hours later when it wears off like you can't even move like he was literally yeah. crawling on the ground that's what i put um, right you know, here throwing up all like... night like it's like the worst hangover of his life <laughs> i have this line that just goes down the page it <laughs> just yes, right hung over fast line. you go down fast. <laughs> <laughs> bottom dang i'm like is there any drug like that i don't know um, yeah, so obviously he gets shot, needs right. to patch up the wound, calls Rebecca, yes. um, you know, sort of Which, gives her yeah. some good seeds that she sort of starts to believe him. You know, she's doing her own research. She's actually crazy smart, right. too. I mean, the fact that she obviously could talk him through stitching a bolt. Yeah, yeah. Right. Pretty impressive. Well, like, dude, you guys do that, right? Right. But, <laughs> Why would I help you? Because you know, also, she was really knowledgeable about, you know, she went to go see his family, mm-hmm. figured out a bunch of stuff, too, and just straight up detected that whole thing. Like, saw his photo for a second, knew that he yeah. liked this, like, ice cream shake. Right. Um, which yeah. was crazy. Yeah. You know, she's sort of, and she's not on NCTs, which is Yeah. I thought that would insane. be really hard because... Um, that a week ago I was maybe wanting some cake and my roommate had gluten-free cake. And so... <laughs> not the same. No, it's not totally not, but it was frozen. And I was so hungry and it was in the morning it was breakfast. Frozen gluten-free cake? <laughs> this sounds horrible. <laughs> but I was like, I'm just going to try it. And in my head I'm like, I just need a pill. No. <laughs> I'm like, I just need... I'm just so hungry. I'm just going to take the tiniest slice, you know? So I get the knife, the sharpest knife we have, and trying to cut a frozen cake. That's hard. <laughs> I mean, this is not like it's ice cream free. cake. No. Right? And so I'm like trying to get the tiniest. <laughs> Did to, you get it? Let's... Trying to get the tiniest sliver and it's like, and I slice open my finger. Okay. And I like look at it and then I passed out. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, you definitely can pass yeah, out. So from I'm pain. like, how is he not passing out? Then he didn't pass out. Did Bradley Cooper, like, wake you up and take you to safety? Yes. Okay. I just want to bring nice. you back to the show. So um, <laughs> you were talking about uh, yes. Rebecca, and um, I love her. Jennifer Carpenter from Dexter. Oh, she's from yes. Yeah. I think- it's Deb. I Like, I mean, Deb. it's hard Same. for me not to see her as Deb. Luckily, she's a similar character, uh, which makes her very believable, because yeah. I've known her as a Deb for so long. It's I don't think it's going to be that bad, because she does... Play that role very well. There's some people that can't handle like the woman cop role in a serious way. Yeah. Um, in a and way, I think she nails I, it. Yeah. I think she nails. In my opinion, outside of Bradley Cooper, she's the best actor on the show because she has such a believability 
in every moment. It feels like she is this person every single time. Mm-hmm. She's so grounded right. in each scene. And we see it from the very beginning in the opening scene when they're on the train tracks and she sees something in Brian. I think we as an audience can kind of see her thinking. And I think that's when those moments just explode for us as an audience. A hundred percent. I completely agree with you. I think that she didn't have that many lines even in the show, but she conveyed so much with just her facial acting, her eyes. They speak volumes. Like, I mean, you can... Like she can convey so much emotion. Yes, that's going on. Um, you know that scene when when Brian had sort of broken into her place. Like that was crazy. Uh, you know, as he was sort of figuring out stuff that she was pointing out, they really didn't say anything like that, like intense to each other. But we went on this roller coaster of a story. Found out a lot about her with just sort of her emotions, how she was taking it, and how he was. I thought that was a great. Well crafted scene. Absolutely, I agree with you. She's she's really special. And then when Bradley Cooper comes in, he adds this whole you know extra amount of just gravitas. Right. There's a real difference between, and it's not really fair to um, to Brian to to have Edward Mora be in a scene with him because Bradley Cooper's just so electric on screen. But that was my favorite scene in the entire episode was between them two. Because Brian's right. like, yeah. why do you want to help me? I, you know, I don't have any. And I was asking myself the same thing. What interest does Senator Mora, who had yeah. the best line of the show, by the way, yeah. he agreed, said, agreed. Um, I know. Do you yeah, know just, how much time we have off in the Senate? It's unreal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was in awesome. response to the fact that are you going to run for president? Right. That's his only drawback. Is, eh, I like. I value my free time. I like the and, time off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how much we get in the Senate. Yeah. yeah. That was um, great. Awesome. But, awesome. but the awesome. scene going back and forth between them was so well-defined between the two characters. Why do you want me here? Um, you know, Because we as an audience are asking that exact same question. So the writers were anticipating our thoughts in a way and then had Bradley Cooper answer it. I think that's one of the most intriguing parts about this show going forward is what does Senator Edward Mora have in store for Brian? Right. No, he definitely... I mean, that came in was great. Um, yeah. but, and he definitely laid the groundworks for, like, I'm going to be the puppet master right. behind the scenes. Right. And you're going to do whatever I say, which is cool. Yeah. Um, because, I, you know, he's a likable guy. And, you know, the gravitas that we're talking about really showed because he had basically reached the limit. Like, right. he had been taking this forever or, like, since it... Came out since the movie, probably. Yeah, he said four years ago. So <laughs> yeah. I think we're four years past the movie action. Yeah, it was just yeah. great to see sort of like where it could take you. You yes. know, he had basically infinite knowledge, could remember being in his mom's womb. Like that <laughs> yeah, feeling. Which yeah. is gross, obviously. But, <laughs> but um, you know, it's so can, interesting. It's I like, can remember. You know, too. when... When's the last thing that you can remember? Like maybe five? Like I have like a memory from when I was six, wow. maybe. Interesting. Um, it's just crazy, you know, that power. He even seemed to have control over aging. Yeah. Like, it just really sort of opened the door to what the possibilities could be in, you know, future episodes, seasons down the line. I noticed that whenever he said, you you know, I don't know why people get old, but then his face looked old. For right. It, it was, did, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Really old. Like, it had, like, a scar and, like, like a line. Like, you can see all of those pores. Yeah, that was a great, like, very trippy, like, yeah. um, effect like, that they used. Yeah, yeah. 
But again, it wasn't obvious. Right. You had to guess. Was it? Yeah, it's sort of like, is that happening? Like, yeah, yeah, it's not like a. That's what I thought. I was like, why isn't doing that? Exactly. Is that weird? Is that my eyes? Yeah, no, exactly. There's a lot of of little details, I Mm -hmm. think, that in the show, which makes it really cool. You know, uh, one thing. Just back in the beginning, they showed a, a poster of, like, Senator Eddie Mori, Eddie Mora, um, on a bus, like, a subway stop. Yeah, a subway stop. Or a bus and, stop. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like a, just real. Those, yeah, those sort of like homages, like yeah, the yeah. little details. Even when he was jumping into the train tracks, um, he like grabbed his so phone intense. really quick. And like shot, like reflected the light so the, the guy would stop. Like, yeah. Insane. Dude. Um, and then I thought it was over. <laughs> yeah. When you thought yeah, the, the 15 minute mark. It's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. No, it's not. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that was a lot of fun. Um, moving to the next part of the, my yeah. second favorite scene was the bank robbery scene. Yeah. Because awesome. he literally does like a little bit of magic and grabs the security guard's gun. Right. And again, handles the scene in a, very Nonchalant. skilled way, in a in a nice way, in so, an yeah, almost probably like, the calmest bank robbery right. in history. Right. So he's able to command the entire bank, and then I love the the moving shot where they roll up onto Brian just sitting on the table, kind of dan- dangling his legs over right. the over the table. It's kind of like a little kid just. Oh, I'm robbing the bank here. Can we bring my FBI agent to me, please? Thank you very much. Uh, I love the yeah. little like little snarky attitude that comes out when he's talking about that, and then. And obviously, he takes her downstairs, and we discover what's in the bank box. Yeah, exactly. Very fun scene because yeah. he was displaying the exact like opposite you would expect a like bank robber to behave. Right. You know, telling his full name, telling the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the lady to the clerk to sound the alarms yeah, exactly. and call the FBI. Call um, <laughs> but you know, again, the little I'm details looking. really show through because you know he was there be- just because of of uh, Honeycut. Quickly mentioned it. Oh yeah, um, I don't keep NCT at my place. Just being cocky about it, and that one thing that he said led him to figure out. Okay, like where would he put it? Let right. me figure out these records. Kind of reverse engineer where it would be, and obviously lockbox yeah. is a pretty pretty smart thing to do. Um, he kind of had one shot at it though. So yeah, if he I was know. wrong, so if it wasn't there, you know, and it my, is, the it best is part is that it wasn't just in the thing. And he's like, oh, crap. He's right. like, oh my gosh, it's not here. And then she's like, look at the watch, which I don't know. Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> why, that's why I that? think you know the, the morality of the character is, is really good because it's not just anyone. I think it's not a, a drug that just makes people perfect. It's sort mm-hmm. of an enhanced version mm-hmm. of, of yourself. yourself. Yeah. So if you're a bad guy, you know, you're going to be like a honeycut killing your friends just for a few more pills. Well, and even as you were just mentioning that moment, and you're talking before about the duality of the two characters, you have one person who is enhanced with a drug and another person who is not, and it was Rebecca who was the one who pointed out the watch. Yeah. Which is really interesting because shouldn't the one who's being surgically, or not surgically, um, (laughs) you know, enhanced by drugs be the one who ultimately figures this out, but she did it on her own, and that's what I love about her character. She seems to earn it in a way that Ryan obviously didn't. Right. Well, it's really cool to see that she, you know, is the real deal. You know, we're obviously going to follow these characters working as a team now. Mm -hmm. Um, Sort of he's become a consultant 
to her task force. She's managing him. She's sort of his boss, I guess. Right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's really cool to give her that legitimacy that she is really good. Like, you know, without drugs, she obviously showed, um, you know, a lot of remorse for addicts. Her dad uh, mm-hmm. was involved in that and disappeared, ended up dead. Um, you know, I think that she's got a lot of hesitancy to work with someone that, you know, is on drugs. And I think that that's the real point that they try to make, even though it can bring great things, it is still a drug. I mean, the whole reason it's not mainstream is because it should really mess you up, (laughs) like, big time. And the only reason it doesn't do that to Brian is because... He met up with um, with Eddie, who gave him like the secret antidote right. that secret. would allow him to uh, to do it. And now, well, Rebecca has her and her own motivation, and I feel like the only reason she's helping him—I mean, she's going to obviously care for him after a while—but she wants to know. She believes that her dad was on NZT. And she's like, I'm going to find out if he was, and you're exactly. going to help me. Well, yeah, and because she's basically holding the power of the relationship, right. she's like, for all intents and purposes, yeah. his dealer. I mean, he's kind <laughs> of, he's just average Brian without her giving right. him the pill like every day or, or yeah. you know, how however often they work. But it was kind of nice because he's really not addicted, you know. I mean, I don't know. He was like, the only way I'm going to work for you is if you get my dad a liver, period. Right. So yeah, he I mean, he definitely played a card because he yeah. has, he does have something. He doesn't, yeah. for the time being, doesn't get uh, consequence, negative consequences from taking NCT. Yeah. So that definitely allows him to become this super smart human, mm-hmm. you know, at will and That was not an awesome die, scene, actually, because she comes in and he's, like, in his pajamas. And like, yeah. She's like, you're gonna work for the FBI, and he's like, dude, he's like, I'm a, yeah, I'm a <laughs> he's like, I'm playing my guitar. Unless you get my dad to liver. <laughs> yeah, and then it brings it back, though. It, you were saying before about the uh, Rebecca's dad. That sort of propels the series forward. Now we yeah. have a direction from an audience point of view. Mm-hmm. What is the big case that they're going to be investigating now? This seems like it's going to become more of a criminal procedural type of show. So what is our overarching themes? Number one, we have family. And number two, we're going to have um, uh, well, family on both sides. So you have Brian's family and now Rebecca's family and her storyline with her dad, which I thought was really interesting. And then when she revealed that she saw yeah, the nice. eyes, the same eyes, that was really interesting to me. Because all throughout the show, um, yeah. I was wondering, you know, why didn't she shoot him? You know, were you wondering um, the same thing? Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you knew. Well, yeah, no, you knew I, beforehand. I, yeah. I obviously thought that, you I know, she had think... some... Uh, oh, took a liking to him. I just thought... Uh, took a liking, yeah, okay. I we definitely didn't get the confirmation for like how deep that was. Right. The fact that her dad had the same look, and that's right. why. It wasn't just like, right. oh, like you know, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. It was I like, think I've seen this before. That, yeah, My dad exactly. did, like was on Z- NZT, and that sort of gave her an answer that I she didn't, didn't have. That, yeah. I didn't think that it would have been enough for 
her to shoot him, I guess. You know, I don't know. That'd well, then you have no show. So <laughs> you, you can't shoot the lead character right. in the opening scene. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you do it, you know, yeah. f- three seasons of story in between, or right. seven or however many this show ends right. up going. Weird, though, <laughs> I, how did, well, hopefully uh, for a while. I, I do think yeah. that they have a lot to draw on. I mean, we can talk a little bit more about it in predictions, but yeah. you know, right. they set up a lot of different things. I thought that they did a great job with the premiere getting us up to speed with the backstory and making it really interesting interesting and and cool. Yeah. I agree with you. I I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I liked the ending too. Uh, Like you were saying, using his power as a new recruit to get his dad a liver. And what was interesting is with Brian, you don't see a, a massive physical change. At first, yeah, he's got a beard. His haircut's okay. It's nothing disheveled the way that we see Bradley Cooper in the movie. But there's just something different about the way that he carries himself that his dad notices. So it goes back to what we were talking about before about subtlety. It's not this dramatic makeup and hair transformation. It's rather something sort of small. And I think... Ultimately, what that means to me is that the writers and the creators of this show respect the audience. They think that we are intelligent enough to pick up on smaller things. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have in store for us. Exactly. It's a, it's yeah. a smart show. I yeah. love that where they don't have to like spoon feed it to right. you. You know, it kind of rewards you for yeah. watching it again and right. again. You know, sort of like a movie right. where, you know, it is You can go deeper. back and watch it again and probably... Yeah, no, exactly. and that's right. that's what's cool is like you do, it's a show you need to like pay attention to yeah. and like follow the details because, you know, that makes it a more rewarding experience. Um, mm-hmm. Very cool. I had, a, yeah. I had a blast watching it. Yeah. Um, before we get to yeah. predictions, I do want to oh, yeah. um, talk about a little bit of news stuff um, because, you know, this is a very relevant show. Obviously, the movie came out uh, a few years ago, but this is still very much in the news today. Um, the idea of neuro enhancers. Mm-hmm. They talk about one when he first meets Eli, his buddy, and he says, you know, have you heard of this? Uh, Mo, I'm probably going to butcher this name, Modafinil um, is a drug that is supposedly the first smart drug that doesn't have any adverse effects. So, you know, obviously there there are enhancers that people use for concentration, Ritalin, you know, Adderall. I mean, even to a certain extent, caffeine and nicotine do mm-hmm. these things. Right. So it's interesting that, you know, this drug was first... Um, created to treat narcolepsy, you know, people who can't control falling asleep. Um, but they they've done tests that don't show like, any bad effects from from people that don't have that disease taking it, using it. And they um, obviously have more concentration. They're able to do things more effectively, test higher if they're studying for something, uh, which is really crazy. I mean. There's a lot of morality issues, um, values and stuff that come into play when yeah. when this gets released. It's like if this is an actual thing you can just buy at CBS, right. like uh-huh. who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want to be performing <laughs> at the top level? I mean, we all, a- you know, no one snickers if someone grabs a coffee in the morning to be a little bit more alert. Like, will that, will this That's get there? Fun. What would you do if you could take a pill? That would allow I, you to have maximum brain. I mean, capacity. honestly, I, want to know from each yeah, I okay. would take it if it if I didn't have that crazy hangover. Um, I don't I don't see why you wouldn't. 
What would you do when you're on it, though? That's what I'm saying. Ooh, if you could build ooh, if something, I had if you had the power, yeah. Man. Sky's the limit. I would. I'd be super JB. It'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I would solve all the world's problems. Yes. What about you? Make- well, actually, I take nutrition shakes. Okay. They are like unreal. Like I haven't been sick in like twelve years. Do you put NZT in, inside <laughs> them? <laughs> I actually am the sole owner of NZT in the world. Nice. Wow. Congratulations. Well, we're going to raid your house later. Yeah, that'll, that's going to be awesome. As long as you don't um, make anything bloody or tear up my pillows. You know? <laughs> wow. Fair enough. Specific fears you have. Wow. Oddly specific. Frank, what about you? I, if it were up to me, I would love to figure out a way to allow teleportation. I've always yeah. been fascinated oh, by wow. that. Like if you could walk in somewhere in L.A. and be in New York and two seconds later. Exactly. I mean, how cool would that be just to uh, – you would connect families much faster. I mean, we have planes, of course, but yeah. uh, you wouldn't have to worry about time zone differences and feeling or different. locating – yeah, teleportation, right. teleportation yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, I, yeah so that would be travel, my goal. Yeah, it's I'd actually, like to crack that nut for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's actually Padre Pio. He's a saint, and it's his feast day today. Well, oh. I, I mean, it's pretty much like Elon Musk. He's yeah. like solving yeah. world problems. Like, oh, energy crisis. Let me just carry that in my back. Uh, space issues. Let's terraform Mars. Yeah. Like, that is the. Te- I mean, obviously, making you know trillions and like an insane fortune would be step one. <laughs> right, of course. But, or just you know, like I think that would, I mean, that's kind of the first step to solving everything. I mean, why wouldn't you want to check everything off off the list yeah. if it was that easy? I mean, he, uh, just Brian in the episode, you know, did like filing for the whole yeah, company, like in that room. Like it just seemed yeah. like he was like, okay, well, let me just do this real quick. Right. You know, it seemed like you aren't really satisfied unless you're accomplishing things. Right. Yeah. Which is cool. I, I'd love to hear what our listeners would do yeah. with it. So please use the hashtag ABTV Limitless. Hashtag ABTV Limitless. I'd love to hear what everybody has to say about, about what they would do yeah. if they were on the pill. I think that would be really interesting. I would like jump from that building to that one to that one to that. <laughs> I would like do all of that. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I, um, jump I hope everybody talks about what they do, how they like the show, yeah. you know, what they want to see. Um, yeah. Real quick, uh, just a prediction from from everybody yeah. over uh, over the course of the season. What do we want to see? What what do you guys That's think's awesome. coming down the pipeline? Go ahead. Okay, okay, because I'm so excited. Ladies first, really let's do it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is crazy. I don't think that Rebecca's dad was on the NZT. Ooh, yeah, I'm serious. That's a good prediction because okay, she said he was addicted for ten years. I don't know how long Brett Cooper has been. When was he wasn't in the FBI, right? Well, no, I think that he may have been like like a uh, recreational drug user, and then just did NZT that one day Mm -hmm. Uh, because he did. She repeated a line which I think was in the movie, like "I was blind and now I can see" or or something to that effect. Um, So I think that he had just done NZT that one day, and then he was like, "I'm turning things around. We're gonna. I'm gonna be awesome, Dad." Now, and And then then he gets killed, and then he gets killed. Or did he commit suicide? I don't know. Um, well, because he was in, I mean, under the bridge. A possibility. I, I think yeah. that he, I mean, it seems like the NZT crowd is a dangerous one. <laughs> um, so I think there's a lot of death. Wow. Death and, and killing. Okay, Maybe my prediction. Yeah. I am predicting that Brian and Rebecca will hook up. 
I thought it was yeah, going to. I thought it was going to yeah. happen during right this episode. I, I like said I to them while we were watching it, I'm like, kiss, here comes yeah, a kiss, here comes like, a kiss. Just well, my head. But you, you watched it yesterday, so you probably already knew the answer before <laughs> that was coming. But I totally believe that, uh, that they're going to hook up at some point. Uh, during you this season, so? absolutely. the The tension mm-hmm. when they were on the roof, mm-hmm. it was there. It was there, and I was like, "Here it comes! Here it comes!" But no. of course, they've got to make us wait for it a little bit longer before it happens. But right. no uh, doubt, no doubt, no, they're going to get no together. Diggity. No, yeah, That's I can, it. I can see that up. happening. I mean, I yeah. like that they didn't do it right away. Sure, it wasn't just like, "Oh, okay, this is going to be yeah. this relationship." Right. No, I'd love to see no, them be platonic, you know, for a season or two, and then maybe something like happens down word, the line to uh, to deepen the story. Uh, I'd love to see another cameo from Bradley Cooper. I don't know if that's going to happen um, maybe in the finale or something, but I'd love to see what he's got planned, how he's going to use yeah. Brian sort yeah. of as a pawn to to further his endeavors. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's just sitting back as a senator and doesn't want to be president, you know, what does he have up his sleeve? What is he doing to make sure that they can still take this antidote right. when they yeah. need to. I don't know. And I'd love to figure out how yeah. often they need to take it. Right. But yeah, I think just once. <laughs> no, no, he's, no, he said, he definitely mentioned that it was like a yeah. couple wow. times. Yeah. It's uh, uh, every, I think, four months. I, I can't remember exactly the what shot? it was. But yeah, the shot. Oh. You have to take it every, oh no, but every once in a while. Um, oh, wow. Can't remember, but it'll be interesting yeah. to see, kind of like you said, if he's even in it. how you know how does he handle taking NZT regularly? And if he's going to still, if yeah. he's going to come off it, what happens if he can't get the shot? Um, so yeah. if and if they run out of NZT, how is he going to handle it? There's, I think it'll be interesting to see if his mo- Brian's motivations change. When he's in the FBI, okay. and if he's like, I'm gonna run this show now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get Conflict. a little cocky with it. No, yeah. we, we yeah. might see that. We might see that. I mean, I think that um, he's a very humble guy, so I wanna see a good superhero, mm-hmm. Brian, right. um, work with, yeah, like working with Rebecca man, rather yeah. than like crazy. Intent, like Honeycutt. Just... Yeah. So now we're going to have to see a good villain, though. Now That's Honeycutt is gone. So I'll make another prediction, bonus prediction, that we're going to meet a dynamic villain character um, soon. Right. Unless soon. it doesn't say turn next. into Brian. Exactly. No, I, I have a bad <laughs> feeling about Rebecca's boss. I mean, she, oh, okay. yeah. she sort of found out that she... Um, knew about NZT. They obviously right. have access to NZT, but they don't know why like everybody's dying after taking it. Um, so I wonder what she's, you know, her motivations. Obviously, she wants to figure out what, why Brian is so special. Right. I wonder if she's going to maybe capture him, maybe do tests, or right. or maybe try to track down Bradley Cooper and that whole line of the, this antidote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're exactly right. She's an interesting character, something we haven't mentioned or talked about yet, but you're exactly right. She knows a little bit too much information about this whole process. Yeah. She's got some stuff up her sleeve, Yeah, that's and, for sure. And she doesn't strike me as a warm character. Seems to be somebody who's fairly calculating. And I liked her. She, you it. liked her? Yeah. What did you like about her? I thought she was good. I thought her and the dad are good. I her and the dad. Disagreeing about fair her. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, agree to disagree. Yeah. I've got my eye on her. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm watching her. I'm watching her. I have my got... whisker. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, until next week, Wait, I mean, we, um, we moved After Buzz TV Studios this week. Um, it's very fancy, as you guys can see. Next week, we're going to be at a regular time on Tuesdays, Tuesday nights. Um, you can catch it 
on all the usual areas. iTunes, be, please remember to rate and review the show. YouTube, definitely leave a comment. Um, and hashtag ABTV Limitless. Um, till next week, where can the good people find you guys? At Emily Crodel on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Let's Go Frank M. Thanks for listening. Perfect. You guys can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman. Thanks, guys. See you next time. See you next week. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later.